Welcome to Trusted Podcast, where it's all about discovering who you are and learning the tools and strategies to make every area of your life a little sweeter. And now your host, master coach and caddy, Fader. Aloha and welcome to Trusted Tuesday. I'm glad you're here. Please, if you know somebody who needs this topic or you just want to introduce them to Trusted Coaching, please share it with them. I so much appreciate your support. And it is my number one priority, goal, desire, whatever you want to call it, to share with as many people as I can better ways to become a better person. You know, I wake up every day and say pretty much the same thing. 99% of what I believe I need to challenge the narrative of it, and it has been fun for me to live that way. It's uh, dangerous at times, that's for sure, but it's it's what I love. At Trusted Tuesday, we're about trying to give you a couple of tips to try to make you think a little differently and maybe open up your heart, heart and your eyes a little, a little more open than they are. So Daddy of the Year group and Trusted Coaching on Instagram and TrustedCoaching.com where I have the privilege of working with some amazing players each and every week and want to pass on some of the things we're talking about to you all through this podcast. So Trusted Tuesday today, my relationship to money. It's truly one of the questions I get the most from people. How do I have a better relationship, especially when I don't have any? I teach, you know, I I often will come back and say like, well, do you have food in your fridge? Yes. Do you have a roof above your head? Yes. I said, well, then you have quite a bit. You know, having having those two t- those two things is a really good start when we don't want to compare, but when we hold it up next to what the world is going through, then, you know, we have enough. There's, that's usually not the problem. It's just the relationship. Why is it such a challenge? Because we are brainwashed as young kids and all throughout our adult life and believing that there's some sort of magic to money and having a lot of money, like it's the best thing in the world to possess and have plenty of. But is it really? Like most things, I want to challenge that narrative today because it's a dangerous one for sure. For instance, let's pretend that you have $5 million in the bank and then tomorrow you died. (laughs) Is it really necessary to have, question mark, that much? Do you really want to die with that much? Do you really need that much? Is it realistic? I don't know. It's really interesting. Over 35 years, I've seen a lot of different relationships with money, from the very positive to the very, very negative. Just one interesting fact about the about money is that the richest 10% of adults in the world, they own 85% of the wealth. And the bottom half, you know, 50%, collectively barely own 1%. <laughs> 
even more striking is the average person in the top 10% owns nearly 3,000 times the wealth of an average person in the bottom 10%. So with books like The Richest Man in Babylon, The Law of Attraction, The Millionaire Mind, The Psychology of Wealth, we've got plenty of resources, plenty of guys like myself who've worked in the field for a long, long time that have plenty of good stuff to share. But that doesn't always equate to a relationship. Most people think it's complicated and confusing. That sounds like a relationship <laughs> that we have with humans. But what we've got to do is learn to separate that money is a tool. It's an energy. And so how do you fix that bad relationship? Well, you start by not trying to fix it. You first accept it by saying, I have a bad relationship to money. And then the next thing we do is we start to explore and open our heart as to why. We take out a yellow piece of paper and we challenge our upbringing. Challenge your parents. Because if they had behavioral issues that were very conflicting and challenging with money, then you, most likely you do too. Because that's what our, in our formative years, that's what it's all about. You know, did they say things like, you know, there's starving people in China. And I'm like, well, there's starving people right next door. No, we don't have money for that. Ugh, don't say that to your children. Or even worse, you don't, you don't deserve that right now. Having rich parents can also be challenging because you had a lot of things handed to you. And then you might walk into a relationship and a marriage or something and you don't have as much. And woo, that goes south pretty fast. And then we don't ever want to admit that we have to downscale, downsize, and we would never, ever, ever would we admit that we're, you know, chasing the Joneses. No, not, not here in Americanaville. That's just, you know, I can't be facetious enough. I mean, how real is that? I don't know that I've ever seen it any more than I've seen it today. Watch, number two, watch what your religion has to say about stuff. There's money is the root of all evil, you know, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also, you know. Clearly, money isn't evil. It can be used to do evil things. But money is used to do a lot more good things than it is evil things. So we don't want to, we don't have, you know, we got to, we got to study those things. One of the ones that's really difficult for me to stomach is we're so blessed. God has blessed us financially, you know, to buy that new home or whatever. Hmm then I guess he hasn't blessed the majority of his children because the majority of his children don't have but very little. It's a very dangerous spot to get into, to look at you're financially blessed like it is of God. You know, all things are from God and he, he owns everything. <laughs> He's just loaning it to you, so to speak. Really, that's more truthful than not. But we're so out of touch with reality. And we're so out of touch with the people that are around us. And one of the reasons why we have a bad association with money is because of that. We're just not in tune with what we really do have. And so next I would just say a fader tip that I teach a lot in the, in the coaching program is how generous do you want to be? Those who I know that have had the most financial fun, not success, 
notice I didn't say that. <laughs> Too many people say that, and it's just not true from my perspective. Having money does not mean you are successful. It just means you have a lot of money. Yeah. <clears throat> and smart people who use their money wisely, and they share it. They're very generous. They don't just put it away and wait for disasters to strike. They give, they give, and they give, and they give some more. So we have to evaluate, first and foremost, our own motives of money. That's where you take out a piece of paper and you write down the things. What does money mean for you? What does it mean to you? What kind of, what kind of things do you want money to do? And how, and how much do you need? You know, I talk about that in the, the budgeting spending plan earlier in a podcast, and I recommend you go back and listen to that, or just remember that there's some really key concepts that we just skip over. So. Other things that come across will be people will say things like, I just want financial freedom. Like, because you feel so burdened in debt. Now, how, number one, a house is not a debt. I mean, it, it goes on the other side of the, the asset balance sheet. I get that in an accounting equation, but homes are usually appreciating value, usually paying them off, and they, the biggest investment lives inside of them. So, you know, have a home that is modest. Do I dare say that? But I have found that the greatest reasons why we don't have a good relationship with money is because of the way we speak about it. We use words that are that ex, that expound lack, not enough, hoard it, or we fear it. And so, like anything else in life, it, you've got to get down and dirty and into the nitty-gritty. That's where, that's where the answers lie. Some of the things I've said may prick those roots and tug at them a little bit that are deep inside of you. I hope they have, but it's like money is like any relationship. Share it. Love it. Enjoy it. Imagine it, use your imagination, and always believe that you have enough because you are enough and you can trust it. Hey, listen, if you enjoyed this podcast, you'll want to check out the course, 18 Holes to Mastering Life. It's one of the best places where you can get step-by-step -step instructions and personal coaching to help you achieve your life vision. Just go to trustedcoaching.com forward slash join to learn more. Again, that's trustedcoaching.com forward slash join. We'll see you there.